0: Welcome to Dyscalculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips, and tricks about dyscalculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Dyscalculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at dyscalculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. No difference between boys and girls. Failure helps learning. The consequences of are just as severe as from dyslexia. An IEP? How to handle this? and grow images in students' minds. This is our podcast for week 46 of 2019. And welcome, Dr. Schroeder, the founder of this to services, to help us review the links of this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, thank you so much
1: for having me again. Very
0: glad you're here. Very glad you're here because we have some confusing links. Uh, the first one says no difference between boys and girls. But what does that mean? Because boys seem to outnumber girls three to one in the fields of math and science
1: what's yes, going, on? What yes, is going on I know that, that it's still a big difference obviously uh, the girls are catching up because it was the difference was even larger uh, a few years ago but here uh, is a study of um, 104 children from 83 to 10 and they found similar patterns of brain activity in boys and girls, no difference at all uh, when they did a basic math tasks and uh, by the way this was reported in the journal science of learning so it's a very respected uh, journal Um, and uh, the author jessica cantlin says they are indistinguishable Uh, she's a um, a professor of developmental neuroscience at carnegie mellon uh, leading this study and uh, her conclusion goes against the common belief that more boys than girls are capable and uh, should end up in STEM education. And uh, since there is no real biological difference, it is still true that there are more boys than girls seeking out a career in math and science. And further research in that may be necessary. Now, some interesting facts are that um, there's a difference in uh, socioeconomic status that girls in wealthier countries go less into math and science and that may be because they would think there's a lesser need for a career that will bring financial security. Um, And girls would uh, be more free to choose something that interests them. Luxury luxury of of,
0: arts or something, right? Okay.
1: Another fact is that there is overall no gender gap between boys and girls in math, Uh, but there is one in reading. Uh, But when you focus on wealthier areas, it shows that less girls choose math and science, and also they perform less. Okay. So they probably do not feel the need so much right. to uh, perform
0: and the brains are exactly the same
1: although the brains are designed the same way that may not be the deciding factor that's right. just one of the conclusions
0: here right. cool okay well our next link uh, and i think we have touched upon something like this last week and it says uh, failure helps learning
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a new research from the University of Arizona, where they discovered something about the link between learning and failure. And to begin with, it's already known that you're not learning if you're succeeding 100% of the time. That, that just means the task right. is too easy. It's, yes. it's busy work and you don't uh, gain anything from it. Now a little bit of failure means that something is just hard enough. So if you also, if you're always failing, you may be in over your head. (laughs) Unfortunately, we see that in in math in some of our students and we can correct that. Now, um, that was a sidestep. Here, back to the study, researchers found um, a precise answer to the link between learning and failure. And the most favorable spot for learning something new is when you're failing, about 15% of the time. So in other words, the sweet spot for maximum learning is when you're getting it right 85% of the time. Thank you so much. That is a very good, very (laughs) good. Okay,
0: exactly 85% of the time, all right. That's a B, right?
1: Um, Yeah, that depends on how how you calculate it differently. Okay,
0: okay, so now we know. Our next link says the consequences of dyscalculia are just as severe as from dyslexia.
1: Well, that is certainly true. I, I see that every day in, in, in our practice here. Uh, this is a link that comes from the uh, UK government and two researchers from Oxford University. And, and you know that there's a lot of uh, dyslexia and learning disabilities um, research going on in Oxford. Um, have found that dyscalculia has been um, linked with a poorer life outcome including health, achievement and quality of life and uh, there's also a lesser ability to manage finances there are limited career options and the interesting fact is that despite the fact that it has just as many people affected as dyslexia And dyscalculia has arguably even a more severe negative impact on an individual's life outcome. It is still less recognized and remediated and also less understood, less researched. So the work is not done yet here.
0: There's still a job for you out there. (laughs) We're talking to Dr. Furtur, the founder of dyscalculiaservices.com and we're looking at the links provided on our website, dyscalculiaheadlines.com. So, our next link uh, talks about an IEP and how to handle it. Uh, it's a it's a tough assignment for parents to go through these endless marathon meetings with uh, schools and...
1: Uh... Yes, well, um, for those who are not familiar with the abbreviation, uh, IEP stands for Individual Education Plan, yep. uh, which means that uh, some students really need some help and that can be accommodations or Uh, modifications in their regular um, curriculum and here this link gives you a quick referral uh, to a handy guide put together by the good people of today's parents magazine and they highlight again the difference between accommodations and modifications it's very important that you understand that that uh, an accommodation means that uh, the content of the learning is the same, but it's delivered to you, to the student, in a little bit different way, or maybe a little bit slower, with Mm -hmm. extra structure, extra tools, but modifications means that uh, the curriculum is modified, is changed, and maybe not everything is taught, or not everything is taught at the same level as other students in that grade. So that's important that parents know the difference between those two words. Also they go over the whole process, how you can make the most of it, and they even list a good number of accommodations that are regularly available. So all our listeners that that have
0: uh,
1: students, uh, children who (laughs) uh, have an IEP. Uh, Should download the print, this keep it handy, and they can use it when your time uh, may come. (laughs) it.
0: when they need it. Well, that uh, gets us to our last link it says, uh, Grow images in students' minds, and there's a video. Let's listen in to what they have to say. To
1: Mind's Eye Mathematics, um, where I look at different activities to help grow images in students' minds, which is done through action and spatial reasoning. Um, so this activity is my introductory activity for um, fractions, and...
0: Uh... Okay, and then it goes on and it shows, uh, it shows an activity with, uh, with shapes uh, that she's uh, uh, dividing into, uh, into pieces, into
1: fractions. Right, right, right. So um, this comes from the Math Shift website, and they call it uh, Mind's Eye Mathematic, which is a very nice way of saying it. So there's a lot of visualizing um, involved, and visualizing is one of the big topics that we also go over in our uh, geometric thinking uh, module. So, It's about action and spatial reasoning, combining that. And they give an example of how to introduce fractions um, with an activity where the students can um, do hands-on work uh, with shapes, which is very important. And and we actually um, promote that in our um, intervention also. And you can help students using Um, looking at shapes and touching it working with it, drawing it uh, folding it and all these activities um, make sure that they learn it faster uh, than just from a regular classroom explanation that is kind of um, on a distance and where they are only onlookers so it's a very nice activity, I'm sure it helps a lot of students getting some a better understanding of um, of math and and in this case the wonderful world of fractions.
0: Right. Well, that was a good last link. Uh, thank you, Dr. Schroeder, for your insights. We hope to see you back next week. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of DiscoculiaServices.com, and you can follow her on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Flipbook, uh, everywhere. Discoculia is discussed. That's where you can find her. Now, Dr. Schroeder is on a mission to increase the number of Coolia tutors in the country. There are not enough tutors. And therefore, she has developed an online course that you can do. And you can be a DiscoCulia tutor in three to six months. All the information about that is at DiscoCuliaTutor.org. Dyscoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from dyscoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at dyscoculiaheadlines.com. And we are on Twitter at Disco Head. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for DiscoCoolia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoCooliaHeadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until
1: next week you can count on us.